0: Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council.
1: Faster My, it's Sarah Hendy here with you until half past six this evening, and on tonight's programme, winner of the Manx Music Festival Drama Scholarship, Faye Pendlebury, will be telling us about the summer school she attended in London, and we'll be looking ahead to Ramsey Town Band's annual gala concert this Sunday. quick podcast plug. Every week we upload the programme as a podcast, so it's available for you to stream or download at your leisure through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or at manxradio.com. First this evening, we're joined by Faye Pendlebury, who won the Manx Music Festival Drama Scholarship at the festival in 2018. And this summer, she enjoyed a short course in London. Faye, congratulations on winning this award. It's a very open scholarship in that it funds any theatre-based summer school in the UK. What course did you choose?
2: So I did a course called Performing Shakespeare, which was run by the National Youth Theatre, and um, it was down in Clapham in London. Uh, and it was a it was a week-long course, and basically we we just explored like all different parts of Shakespeare. So we did like rhythm and uh, you know the pace and the You know, he's kind of funny with like his punctuation. Sometimes it's just like in the middle of sentences randomly. So we kind of like explored the different aspects and we really like broke up the texts, which really helped us to understand it a lot more. Like we made so much more sense of it. It was really great. Um, And throughout the week, we all worked on individual monologues as well. Um, I did Viola from Twelfth Night, which is. It was a monologue that I'd done. I think I'd done it in the Guild and Young Actor of Man as well. Um, so it was one that I already knew, um, and it was it was a really great experience. Like the feedback we got from everyone after we performed was was really positive. It was really um like really constructive, and it was good pointers to work on. And then on the Saturday afternoon, uh, we performed it for a final time in front of everybody from the course uh, and also a woman from uh, like a, a big drama school. Uh, and she also gave us feedback on it as well. But again, it was all really positive. It was all, um, it was just, yeah, it was just a really, really great week, a really, really fun week. And uh, yeah, I was just so thankful for the Guild for giving me the opportunity because I think if I didn't have the scholarship, I probably wouldn't have thought about doing something like that. So uh, to have the opportunity was just incredible. It was really, really, really amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. It sounds it. And I mean, do you think you do you think you'd do it again? Because they occur every year, don't they?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I probably would. <laughs> I definitely would um, consider doing something again. It was it was such a great such a great week. Um, and you know, like we're all still in touch via we have like a WhatsApp group. Um, and every now and then, someone will say you know, what they're doing uh, in in terms of drama and stuff like that. So it's, you know, it's just a really, really great way to get in touch with people and to just improve your drama skills. And there's such a variety of courses as well. Um, It was difficult for me to pick which one I wanted to do. But, um, yeah, I was really happy with the choice that I made. I never really used to like Shakespeare. I used to get really scared by it. But after you kind of get stuck in, um, it's really not it's not that difficult to understand and it's really enjoyable.
1: It's fair to say that life's changed quite a lot since you won this scholarship at the Guild.
2: Yeah, I'm at Edge Hill University doing English language. The year that I won it I did um Poem, Character Study, Shakespeare and Reading from the Bible. Um I think I just did those four um but I did do quite well in them all. I got good marks. Um and I was really surprised when I won it. Like I didn't really know what it was about, um, and then I found out I won it, and I was just I was so surprised, but I was really really pleased with myself for, for achieving it.
1: Yeah, and that's a good that's a good cross section of um, of sort of stage performance classes at the guild. Have you been competing for a long time?
2: Yeah, um, I've been doing it for I think since at least year seven, um, in the drama classes. In primary school, I did do, like, choir, and I think I did recorder classes as well. Um, but it wasn't until I started going to Broadway Theatre Company that I started doing uh, drama classes. Um, and I've competed every year since, so that's seven or eight years, I think, um, of doing the
1: Guild. Do you find that there's a particular class that you that you really enjoy, or that you get the most out of, or um, that you feel less nervous about, or something?
2: Um, I think the one that I enjoy the most is character study, just because there's like everybody does a different piece. So, like in the um, reading from the Bible and spoken word classes, like there's only two pieces that you choose from, so there's not really much variation. But in the character study um, and the Shakespeare as well, like everybody does a variety of pieces. So um, and like if somebody does one that you enjoy, uh, you could maybe like start learning that for next year or for your exam or whatever. So it's a good way
1: to get introduced to new pieces as well. Definitely. And in the years that you've been competing in the Guild, has there been a character in your character study class or, or in Shakespeare who you've really connected with and you've really sort of related to?
2: Um, I'm not sure about related to, but I think the one that I've enjoyed doing the most, um, I did one a few years ago called uh, From a Chocolate Heaven. Um, and it's about this girl who's on a date and she's just obsessed with chocolate, um, like me. And she just can't stop talking about chocolate and she ends up like flicking her chocolate mousse or whatever it is like onto her date's face and awkwardly wiping it off and stuff. So I just found that one really good to do. Um, it was really funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just a really good piece to perform.
1: You're studying English language at the moment. Are you doing any performing alongside that in your, in your spare time at all?
2: Yeah, um, I've actually joined the drama society at university, um, and we're currently, well, we just started uh, rehearsing for a play that we're going to be doing next year, um, and I'm really, it's a really, really good uh, society. It's really fun, um, but the play that we're doing is going to be quite challenged because there's only, I think there's like four to six main characters in it, but the cast is really large there's at least 30 people in it so we're actually doing multi-rolling so there's going to be several people playing the same character Um, and I've never actually done that before so it'll definitely be it'll be something different it'll be
1: a bit of a challenge I think but I'm really really looking forward to doing that it'll be really good yeah that sounds really exciting um do you know who you're sharing your role with yet it got cast last week
2: um, so I think there's maybe like five or six people playing the same character as me and so we're going to be doing like collaboration workshops and stuff to try and uh, really understand the character because it's really important that we portray it in the same way um, because if somebody does a different interpretation like it would make sense to the audience really
1: Although sort of you know you you're only early on in your university career, do you have any any ideas where you're sort of heading what's what's next on the horizon is um is is drama going to be part of your life? do you think
2: um I'll certainly keep it as a hobby i mean I'll definitely you know local societies and stuff if if there's a play going on you know I'll certainly audition for it um but I just feel like I was tempted you know a few years ago to pursue acting as a career, but I just feel. It's such a difficult industry to get into. I'd rather um, go into something where I know there's, you know, sort of like a more chance of me getting a job. Um, so at the moment I'm thinking maybe of doing teaching or book publishing or book editing, um, something along those lines at the minute. But yeah, drama will definitely be kept as a, as a hobby, definitely.
1: And do you think the fact that you've enjoyed performing through your life has affected your yourself and your sense of self? Yeah,
2: um, it certainly made me more confident. Um, I remember when I first started going to uh, private classes with my drama teacher, um, I always used to apologize for getting stuff wrong and I always used to be really quiet and, you know, just really timid. Um, but now I'm like, I'm much more confident and much more kind of accepting of getting things wrong. And it's, yeah it's really helped me um i have a part-time job back home at the co-op um, and it's helped me to be able to be more confident you know speaking to customers and stuff that's obviously a, a big part of that uh of that job so yeah it's really really improved my confidence i think is the main the main uh thing that i've taken away from it
0: spotlight brought to you by the isle of man arts council
1: Ramsey Town Band's annual gala concert takes place up north this weekend and they're going bigger and better than ever. Robert Quain is their conductor and musical director.
0: Yeah, 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 probably our biggest change this year is that we found a great new venue at Ramsey Park Hotel and they've got a super function room and uh, for us as well it's going back to our roots in a way because we began this gala concert at the Grand Island Hotel which had a leaky roof, and the Ramsey Park Hotel very definitely doesn't have a leaky roof. It's lovely and new and smart and posh and a great place to do a concert.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because we've heard, um, you know, we've been promised for such a long time now that this function room is going to be excellent and accommodate so many people. How many people do you reckon you can fit in there?
0: Uh, Easily 200, I think. It's the number of chairs is probably the biggest issue, and uh, as far as we can tell, ticket sales are going fairly well too, which is great. Um, But yeah, a couple of hundred easy, I think.
1: Mm and for Ramsey this is this is quite a big event on the calendar what kind of music are we going to be able to look forward to at this year's concert
0: well we've been working on a theme this year last year we did this for the first time and we had a a remembrance kind of theme because it was an armistice anniversary Uh, so this year we've gone for a fairly straightforward one to be honest which is songs from the shows and songs from the big screen Um, but at the same time it is kind of a new venture for us to put a theme into our specifically into our gala concert to try and make it more focused and entertaining for audiences
1: Mm -hmm. and are you able to give us any spoilers (laughs)
0: well i mean i'm sure there'll be some old favorites there we got uh we'll definitely be doing star wars we there's no way we could do the concert without doing star wars and uh, or the main theme from star wars anyways and um we've also got a selection from the greatest showman which is somewhat more bang up to date than a a dog-eared old film from the mid-1970s with poor special effects such (laughs) as star wars
1: And of course, everything sounds different, um, depending on what what kind of instruments are involved. The sound that must come from the band when you're playing these big tunes must be quite epic, really.
0: Yeah, I think um, the sound is very much dependent upon the acoustics of where we're playing. And the acoustic at the Ramsey Park Hotel is very good, actually. So I think that will show us off quite well the band does make a great sound and uh, w- when it all comes together and the tuning is right and the players are in good voice and focus then it makes a big big difference to how we sound
1: mm-hmm. and is anyone taking center stage with any special solos or anything this year
0: well we thought we'd step across a few boundaries this year and we've uh, invited a soloist who hails from onkin <laughs> so this is uh david Caron who's from onkin brass band and he's going to be our guest soloist he's a cornet player a fabulous cornet player and so uh he'll join us, he joins us on Saturday for some rehearsals and then he's soloing on Sunday night.
1: It's quite a challenge to sort of integrate with a a soloist and sort of, because I suppose you're not not exactly accompanying them as a band, but almost, there must be some kind of dynamic, you have to develop some kind of relationship maybe.
0: Yeah, it's probably the most difficult thing that we do, I think, is accompanying soloists because um, I hesitate to say it's mind reading, but you certainly have to be very alert to how they're choosing to phrase music and shape it and speed things up and slow things down and some of the some of the cornet standards or or the brass band standards are particularly difficult for a band to follow sometimes um so but but ramsey touch wood i think does that very very well indeed so i've got no qualms that we'd be able to support david and show him off to his best Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i'm sure you're right um remind us when can we come and see this concert
0: Uh, The concert is 7.15pm on Sunday night, Sunday the 17th at Ramsey Park Hotel. Our junior band is on first at quarter past seven and then the senior band will take the stage pretty soon after half half eight I'd imagine. £10 a ticket um, and I believe there's a bar at the hotel as well so um, that's always attractive for an audience I'd imagine as well, maybe, possibly.
1: These concerts are annual, does it take you um, quite a considerable amount of time to to prepare for these these events?
0: Well this one, um, we've When we um, finished our Blackpool competition back in February 2019, on the ferry on the way home, we were talking about what we could do to make the gala concert in November different. So we've been planning and plotting this one since then and rehearsing music since the start of March. So during our preparations for last year's Manx Music Festival, we were already practicing music for this concert and that's pretty much all we focused on for the summer to try and make this different and special and a new kind of venture for us as a band. Mm
1: -hmm. That's quite a big undertaking, really, because it's not the only event on your calendar. You have plenty of other things to to be paying attention to.
0: Yeah, well, it's about planning, really. So by the time we finish the gala concert this year, we've got our entire programme sorted out for 2020 for the summer season. So we won't rehearse that music again, really. And from uh from february 2020 we'll be rehearsing for the gala concert that year which will then be our program for the following year so it really just rolls around a big circle and if we don't stay on top of it then we end up playing the same music year in year out which isn't which isn't any fun for anybody really so it it's about planning and plotting uh, and staying enthused i think
1: and how do you cope with people sort of moving in and out of the band? And it you've got a lot of um, young players who sort of move up through the ranks and then if they inevitably like go off to university or, um, I don't know, move to Douglas or something yeah. and and go and join another band, dare I say it, um, it must kind of throw a bit of a spanner in the works.
0: Uh, well, we we I would tend to work on the basis that um, if you're a new player to the band, if you can get one note in on your first practice, that's great. And then after that, we just keep doubling up. So to the next practice, for the next eight and so on. I also would say that we like wrong notes. Wrong notes are our friends because unless you make wrong notes, we don't know what to fix. So if you're going to play a wrong note, play it really nice and loud because then we can stop and sort it out. And that's a good thing. It's it's not it's it's very positive to play wrong notes positively because we can then fix them.
1: Yeah. So you're quite open to to new members joining. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 We have a junior band that meets at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning. And if that's not palatable, because nine o'clock on a Saturday morning is rather early the weekend, then we do have. Uh, a tuesday brass band i think it's a tuesday uh, yeah tuesday brass band that meets at two o'clock on a tuesday afternoon if you're around at that time of day and then once again we have tuition and their uh, help to get started on brass instruments and to learn to blow raspberries nicely through um brass tubes
1: lovely yeah. so i suppose some of your audience members this year could be um part of the band next year maybe
0: that would be great the more the merrier i'm all for it <laughs>
1: And there we heard the band performing at the Northwest Regionals earlier this year. If you want to enjoy Sounds from the Cinema this Sunday, featuring guest conductor Hu Thomas and guest soloist David Caron, you can reserve your tickets by popping into Shaktiman or Ramseytown Town Library, or you can email secretary.ramseytownband at gmail.com. And now I have the very exciting job of announcing some breaking news would you like to represent the Isle of Man in this year's art exhibition at Lorion Inter-Celtic Festival? The likes of Nicola Dixon, Janet Lees, Dewan Moore, Colette Gamble and most recently Julia Ashby-Smythe have all done the island proud at this high calibre international exhibition of contemporary art. And if you're an established visual artist who can confidently produce a strong body of work ready for the festival exhibition in August 2020, you could be next. If you're able to travel to Lorient next August and you're ready to take on the challenge, send three pictures of your work along with a brief introduction to you and your work to spotlight at manxradio.com before Sunday, December the 2nd to begin with a chance. So that's spotlight at manxradio.com. And that's all we have time for this week. Join me again next Wednesday at 6. But until then, have a lovely creative week. Slen you.